I'm Sarah. And I'm Meg. And this is the 7 Hours Difference podcast, where we discuss our friendships, differences in opinions, and life in general. But first, before we get to the podcast itself, uh, we are going to give you a brief little life update, as we always do. Sarah, do you want to start with that? Sure. Um, Let's just take a moment to appreciate the fact that I got the intro on the first try. (laughs) Um, That was really Some hard words in there. (laughs) I don't know why, but saying seven hours difference the first time is fine, but then differences in opinions is so hard. But anyways, um, (laughs) back to my life update. (laughs) Um, I'm back to in-person teaching and... Um, I'm slowly watching my kids become quarantined, um, so I'm going a little mad, but you know, like in like the cute teacher way, going mad, right? <laughs> so yeah. Um, also, while we're here, sorry about last week's podcast. Um, we recorded one, we weren't happy with it, and we decided that we should just not post one that wasn't yeah, it was up like to a standard. Fun. That we it was one of those like fun to record, but then when I was like editing the podcast, I was yeah. like, "What is this?" <laughs> yeah. So for the betterment of your ears, we did not post. Yeah. Um, our apologies, but um, it was for the best. Here you are. Yeah. <laughs> here we are. So yeah. Anyways, so you say uh, your kids are getting quarantined anyway? Yeah. <laughs> wow, that is. I so mean, crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what they expected, but like. So basically, if a kid tests positive or if they, yeah, if they go in and get tested and they test positive, then any kid that was around them within six feet in any classroom gets quarantined as well. Until, that is crazy. Unless like a kid's, the kid's test comes back negative. So if he goes out for a test, then all those kids get quarantined until his test comes back negative. If they come back positive, then they can go get tested after a certain amount of days. Um, See that so is like, like the kids are in and cycle. out. Yeah, yes, absolutely. So I've got like you know five in choir that are out so far. I know of three in band that are out. Um, yeah, I mean, and part of I can't technically ask like legally. I cannot ask them about their health, but like I want to ask. Like I want to be like, so are you? Were you like within six feet of somebody, or were you exposed, or do you have it? Like because that would affect. A lot of things, you know, like we're technically using our instruments. We're, we're playing with our protection, of course, but and we're six feet apart. But still, like, you know, we're pushing air through the room. Do we need to stop? Like, is this too much? Well, I, I want to be safe first and foremost. Like, I know, like school policies and like company policies are all different, but I'm pretty sure like the privacy laws don't cover coronavirus stuff. I think yeah. you made an exception, but it's still like a weird thing to ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did ask a student the other day and I, I but I was just like, you don't have to tell me, but yeah. did you, did you test positive? And she was like, no, I was exposed, but I'm not getting a test. Um, so I'm just quarantined for et cetera amount of days, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay. So see, I don't see why people don't just like, either we go all in person, nobody's, nobody's quarantined or we go all remote like there should be no in between like weird in between stuff that's that's causing more work for the teachers you know I have to say though we did the weird in between we called it hybrid and it was like some some kid so like we have two communities so like that make one school so if you were from this community it was called a day and you only came on a days so it kept all the kids from that town together and not with the other group and then if you were in the other town there was b days and you would come on the b day 
only. And then Wednesdays were remote, full remote, like a practice. If we did go full remote, we would have Wednesdays every week to practice. Um, and it worked. It worked for weeks. And then it worked so well that our school was like, should we go in person? And we did. And I, I kept saying this. Every time somebody asked me what I thought, I said, if it ain't broke, don't f- fix it. Because it was working. It wasn't ideal. But we were not. getting we were getting to be together in person in some form, okay. Um, so you know, it's hard. It, you know, it's hard to to. You know, you, you're doing half the work, half the days. So you're only getting in half the work. So we were falling behind for sure. But we were getting that in person stuff, which was helping more than hurting. Yeah. Exactly. So you know, and then the remote. Once we went full remote after a week of in person, it was like. I knew that my kids were falling further behind than they were with hybrid. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's where the, the grades started to drop. Kids weren't attending class or if they were, they weren't paying attention, um, not participating, you know, playing their video games or playing on their phones, watching TV in the middle of class. <laughs> yeah, I can see where like full remote is a problem. Um, but like the hybrid seems like a good half, you know, halfway mark, you know? Yeah. And it, it was it was working and they weren't asking us to like like zoom our kids in during the other days which we could if we wanted but it wasn't beneficial for the band rehearsals that I was holding and choir rehearsals I was holding but right yeah it was um well (laughs) it was working and then we changed it but you know it's okay we're just I'm happy that we're doing full in person because my band has been able to play together for two weeks and they've made incredible leaps and bounds it's been amazing so i'm just going with the flow and if we end up remote again we end up remote yeah if not we'll play we'll play it out so (laughs) well i don't have anything important that's happened in my life lately for a life update but i am going to comment on the fact that i am so freaking tired like all the time I, I've been working remote, so like my whole building that I worked in, I work on a base, so the whole building that I worked in was all sent home, like back in March. <laughs> so it's almost been a year since I started teleworking. It was either March or April. Um, but like it's, I feel so tired like all the time because of this, because like at first I thought it'd be amazing to be like remote teleworking, you know, it's like the dream, you know, you do work at home, you don't have to like do your hair and put on clothes and stuff. (laughs) But like, um, honestly it's been really tough. Not like, I mean tough, like I'm sound like I'm complaining. It's totally a first world problem, but like it's really hard to separate work from sleep from, you know, regular life. It's so hard. Cause like I work late almost every single night now I would never work late before. Like I would fit it all into my work day. And, but now I just get so distracted. Like, I feel like I've developed a much more severe form of like perfectionism or like, I don't know where I just can't focus. And I feel like I have attention deficit. Like it's like I'm back as a kid doing my homeschool. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if, anybody else is experiencing this but feel free to share any kind of coping mechanisms because like I don't I don't think I could really telework for my day-to-day life unless I was like totally like on the road you know freelance something that would be amazing but <laughs> I have to be like at home for this so have you considered 
I don't know. This is, I mean, just hear me out. This might, you might have already tried it. But have you considered moving your station out to the dining room table and then like getting up at a, at the same time you would get up for a normal work day and like getting fully dressed? I mean, I've tried, I tried that. I tried doing that at the beginning, just like keep it going, you know, like a normal work day. But then I hate having my stuff out after work. Like I hate having my stuff out in my space, like out there. My house, yeah, I like it to look I would a, get that. <laughs> yeah. Like I want it to look like a house. I don't want it to look like a workspace. So like right now I have everything like on my desk in my bedroom, right? Um but like it's just so hard. And it's such a pain to like take everything down and put it back up the next day. It's just like not practical. And unfortunately I don't have like an office. If I had an office, that would be ideal, but um unfortunately I don't have like an extra room, but yeah, that's kind of what I'm working with right now. But I, I definitely, definitely should get up earlier and like actually put myself together. And, you know, that would definitely probably help me. But it's just like fighting that desire to sleep until 30 minutes before I have to work. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, no. I completely understand yeah. this. When we were remote, um, a couple of weeks back, we the teachers got to be remote too, which hasn't yeah. been the case. And I was like... My class started at eight and I was getting up at seven thirty, throwing on yeah, leggings I totally, and a sweater. <laughs> I totally am there. Yeah. Yeah. So I understand. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. It, life has been weird, especially right now. Like everything is dreary, cold, wet. Yes. And the motivation is low. <laughs> Is low. I am excited though, and I'm crossing my fingers that I'm still teleworking until our vacation in July. <laughs> We're going on vacation again. <laughs> yes. Which is going to be oh. awesome. We've officially booked, which has been exciting and also <laughs> kind of stressful. Stressful. <laughs> a little bit stressful, you know, financially. <laughs> it was stressful but. financially and like aligning it with four girls. Yeah. Like, We're bringing was, more people this time. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, guys, remember how I made fun of Meg for, like, not enjoying the beach very much? <laughs> well, um, I'm a spoiled brat because we're going back to the beach. <laughs> hey, I really liked, I really enjoyed where we went. So I'm I'm happy to go there. And I'm also excited to have more people there. I mean, I really liked it when it was just you and me. But I think it's going to be fun, like, introducing everyone kind of, like, to the you're, area since yeah, we kind of already like know it. Yeah, you're like a tour guide now. <laughs> Well, and the other thing is I'm excited because we we can go to the beach, but we can also find some places to hike and get some pretty views. We can go to Savannah and enjoy yep. the city. Whatever the Savannah city. has to offer. Yeah. It doesn't have to be just, just the beach because we yeah. were just trying to be safe and like distance ourselves from people. And the only option really was the beach the beach <laughs> you know because we were like we're not going to savannah because that'll be too risky and like yeah. that was when we it was also new and fresh and like everything yeah, was really panicky. we were very conscious and yeah. I, were you still living with your parents at that time like i was it was yeah. more risky for you too so mm -hmm. um i mean but honestly this time yeah well three out of the four of us are going to be fully vaccinated too yeah. so the, I mean, not, I'm just not even close to being in line for a bit. I highly right. doubt. <laughs> right, I'm like right, way right. down at the bottom of the totem pole. <laughs> and who knows? We could all end up being vaccinated by that yeah. point. But I mean, either way, like the we're still going to be careful. But our options yeah. have expanded a little bit now that we know how to f handle and face the pandemic and how to be safe and 
Exactly. Places are now updating how they're functioning in order to keep people safe. Yeah. And, and by that time, like businesses are going to have a plan. They're going to be up and running. And yeah. we're going to be able to experience a lot more um, in our summer vacation. Exactly. So, so. hopefully that it makes it more enjoyable for you, too, because... We, we literally were just on the beach for days. <laughs> well, also, we're going to be there longer this time, too. So if we're on yes. the beach for six days, I'm going to be like a lobster, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to like try to find different ways to cope with it. Maybe I'll just bring an umbrella this time. And I'll just we're literally going to be so close to the beach, though, that like yeah. <laughs> all I have to do is like go out of the door and like I'll be on the beach and I don't have to drag any of you guys with me to do that, you know? (laughs) So, because I will be going to the beach every single day, but you guys don't have to come with. (laughs) The beach Um, is the thing. Oh gosh, I'm so excited. But I am excited (laughs) to explore. I like that we're staying in a different plot, like different part of Tybee. Like we're literally on the other end of this tiny little island. Island, air quotes, island. Yeah, kind Um, of island. (laughs) <laughs> yeah whatever uh, what is that called it's like a peninsula maybe yeah there's like a small stretch of land i don't know if any listener has been there but there's like a small stretch of road like connecting it to the rest of georgia so yeah and um yeah we're like getting to be in a different little part of of town and yeah. it'll Get be excited. Really great yeah i'm excited just to like have a longer vacation because like yeah last time my vacation wasn't quite as long as your- i know yours was like driving you had to drive more than I did, yeah. but like mine was like, literally I got back, I had one reset day and then the next day I had to start working again. I was like, oh, but yeah, I'm excited. Anyway, anyways, <laughs> that's our update on our vacation. Whoa. Yeah. Pretty excited. Anyway. So today we're talking about like nothing specific, like not one specific topic, but we always have enjoyed like kind of talking about these philosophical ideas and questions. It's because um, we're we just have such differing opinions. Like it's, it, it's interesting to discuss this stuff with you. Yes. Oh, we forgot to introduce the podcast. <laughs> I um, tried to, I tried to work yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah, I'll do some editing finesse. Um, but we're the seven hours difference podcast. Um, our podcast name comes from the fact that we were born seven hours apart. Uh, I was born in Alaska. Sarah was born in Illinois um, and we met when I moved to Illinois in junior high, but then we discovered that I was born on April 17th. She was born on April 18th. Um, and we are very different people, even though we were born very close together and we are best friends and we always will be. <laughs> Amen. That was beautiful. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to lead us right into our first philosophical question, um, okay. which is just taken. It's kind of on the subject of friendship. Um, can life Ooh. be meaningful without friends? Oh, <laughs> let's say uh, without friends or family, because like family, of course, is like a, you know, everyone, almost everyone has some sort of family out there. So can life be meaningful without friends or family? Can it be meaningful without friends or family? So there's other people still. You're just you're not friends or family. with Yep, them? You don't have any friends. You have no family. It's just you working your nine to five doing your thing. <laughs> OK, so. Me personally, no, they would. I no, <laughs> I don't think I would find any meaning in life because I literally live for. I mean, like friends and family consume my brain. Like that is yeah. what I why I do everything so that I can. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I mean, I <laughs> guess I know I work for children, but like also like you know. <laughs> that is a very empath answer. <laughs> 
Nice. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> However, I do disagree for me personally. <laughs> like what? I think I think life is meaningful no matter what. Like you no matter if you don't have any friends or family, actions that you take influence things that happen. Influence oh, other people. That's beautiful. Are like, I mean, maybe not e- not in a good way. It could be most of the time. Like meaningful does not necessarily mean like it's a good thing, <laughs> you know? But like, even if you have no friends, no family, stuff that you do is meaningful to something, to some energy out there. Um, so that's just my opinion. Cause like me, I, I could, I could 100% exist without friends and family. Like I would be miserable. Um, but like, I, I wouldn't necessarily exist because I think like I, I, my life is meaningful. I'm making an impact, but like I would exist because there's just always so much more potential than like what we think, you know? And I think that applies to it. You know, there's potential for your life to be meaningful, even if you don't have friends or family. I am like kind of blown away by your answer. Cause I, <laughs> I hadn't thought about it like that, but, but I mean, for you that's personally, very I totally true. understand your answer. Like I totally understand. I guess if I guess I still stand by my answer, but I guess if I had no choice, like it was just that was how it was. <laughs> I I guess I could still find some meaning, and it would be a lot of like make believe in my head, though. Let me tell you what. Yeah, it would be like really hard. Yeah, I would just be hoping that everything I did was making somebody else smile in some way. <laughs> it's always hard to like like exist without knowing what's happening because of you. You know, to me that's difficult. Oh. <laughs> gosh <laughs> like I would want to know if something I did affected someone in a negative way and or in a positive way because that would affect my future decision making it's really hard for me to like to not know I have FOMO <laughs> I, I, I understand what you're saying I, I, I get I get it I always wonder you know yeah. like Especially like when you walk away from a situation and then it's, it's, it's way too, it's way too late. And then you're like sitting there thinking like, huh? Yeah. What can I have done? What did I say? Cause something that shouldn't, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, okay, this is stupid. But like yesterday I left work and I went to, um, drop off all the stuff that I drop off at the end of my shift. And then I forgot my watch at my other, at the other location. So I had to turn around and go back and get my watch. And my boss was there when I got there and she handed me my watch. I was like, Oh, thanks. And she's like, yeah, no problem. And then I left and then I was standing there thinking, Oh my gosh, what if she thinks I did a bad job cleaning? Even though I know for (laughs) a fact that I did a fabulous job cleaning, but like still like, I'm just like, I wonder what she's thinking. I wonder what they're doing. I wonder if they're talking about me, like all these things that like, I totally get that, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So uh, to a degree, I totally understand. Like, uh, <laughs> I totally get that because like if, if they have like a certain inflection, you're just like, I wonder if that was about me, <laughs> like if right. they're talking to you or even like with, I, with me, like over text, cause I text my boss 90% of the time, like to communicate. So if she like texts in a different way, then I'm like, oh my gosh, what did I do? <laughs> I don't know. That's like really obsessive, but like, I, I think that way. All no, the time. I understand. Yeah. Do, do you send emojis? When no, you only when they send emojis to me first and then I'll respond with one. Cause <laughs> then I feel weird. Cause I want to match their level of communication, you know? Wow. <laughs> Deep. 
match their level of communication. I love that. I love that sentence. <laughs> okay. All okay. right. This is making me think, is FOMO just a form of anxiety then? Yes. 100%. <laughs> Fear of missing out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. FOMO. Fo- FOMO. Fear of missing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Got there. Got there. Okay. All right. So do I have to pick one now? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I'm kind of interested to know your answer, so you have to answer first. Um, Are people in this current generation less or more sensitive than people from past generations? Um, Probably more sensitive. (laughs) I feel like you knew how to answer that, though. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What's your opinion? Um, I'm not sure that it's more or less sensitive, but rather just a means of expressing it. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. Like socially acceptable and like uh, depending on what we're talking about. Well, I don't even get into that part, but like I just feel like it's become more socially acceptable to be able to express the, the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that you're experiencing. Yeah. I was kind of thinking about this question because I first saw this question too when we were looking at this website Mm -hmm. and like kind of what I would say about it because it's very, this is is in itself is a very sensitive issue. Like, you know, because like you can say, oh, that's (laughs) that's being too sensitive or you can say like, I just don't agree with you. You know, like there's a difference between someone being too sensitive and someone disagreeing with your opinion, you know, like, however. What even is too sensitive? Well, I would say like self-righteous indignation <laughs> it would be too sensitive for me <laughs> you know like people who yeah, are like okay. you know i'm i'm right everyone else is stupid um or this issue like i'm being hypersensitive to this issue because i'm trying to prove a point or you know like more virtue signaling i would say than i would then would be like actually like a sensitive as a personality trait you know mm-hmm because being sensitive is not a bad personality trait. It's a manageable personality trait, right? Sure. But like if you're sensitive for a purpose, that seems more sinister. <laughs> I don't sensitive know. for a purpose. Like well, you're trying to prove something or you're trying to like get a rise out of somebody or you're trying to okay. like just paint everybody in a negative light. I think I, being I sensitive for a purpose isn't a bad thing, but to to the ex- to like the extreme is what you're yeah gotcha like to make other people feel bad or to make other people react to you in a certain way yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay i'm yeah. following i'm following no i actually totally agree with that yeah i mean and, and to me like people in previous generations like we're just raised differently i i think because yeah it's all about I mean, that societal yeah it's all situation. about society like what is accepted in today's society, right? But in because previous- there's definitely some more sensitivity now <laughs> that's allowed, <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, in previous versions of our society, like I don't want to say it wasn't accepted for people to be sensitive, but like, and there were of course extremely sensitive people out there. Like <clears throat> we can't paint with a broad brush or whatever, but um, I feel like there were people more. There were more people that would just kind of live their life and accept the things that happened. And then there were fewer people who were like fighting for issues, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, no, it does make sense. And, and social media swiftly has switching. That. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mostly yeah, because that's of social true. Media. Social media, social media has become a tool oh, totally. for 
especially for the younger generation, which is yeah. kind of cool and also kind of petrifying. Oh, yeah. It's it's totally <laughs> scary to me. Like, you can, like, wreck somebody's life so Yeah, I quickly. hate that. I hate that so much. I hate cancel culture. It drives me crazy. We could talk about that, but that's, like, a whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that I really know enough and get it i mean like i, I yeah. get it to an extent but like also like ugh, i need to research but we definitely <laughs> could talk about that it's just like literally someone a whole group it of people it. deciding somebody should not exist on the internet anymore and they like delete that person <laughs> it's crazy i think it depends on what it's used for i don't know there's no justice system on the internet <laughs> that's true <laughs> well said <laughs> Okay. Not that there should be. <laughs> you should pick one. Okay. Um, okay. Ooh, I was Ooh. not prepared for this. <laughs> these are good. These, are, these good. are really good. Okay. Hmm. Are highly intelligent people less happy than individuals with average intelligence? This is interesting. Okay. So I uh, have a joke. Um <laughs> There's this this joke that floats on the internet and it's like, are you one of the gifted kids that's now depressed and unsuccessful and unmotivated? You know what I'm talking about? This is so interesting. Go ahead and continue and then I'll talk. Now, I, okay. now listen, I don't, th- I, I think that if you are highly intelligent, okay, you might find, you might find yourself being miserable on occasion because you it's it's hard to surround yourself with the same with people that are of the same level you i mean you really have to find them right it's it's a search and so if you if you find that you're not able to express and and use your intelligence to the level that you need to i can imagine you would find yourself a bit miserable whereas an average intelligence there are more average intelligent people (laughs) <laughs> like like me <laughs> right that y- it's easier to surround yourself with people that are on that level you know what i'm saying so does that make sense because i feel like there's more average intelligence than there is highly intelligent well the whole people. definition <laughs> of average intelligence is like they're the average you know like that's well, like, literally the okay majority. Yeah. <laughs> so this is why i'm average right here um well, no 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 <laughs> no 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 don't do that um <laughs> This is so interesting to me because I was wanting to bring this up as a potentially a topic for a podcast, but it's not a big enough topic for a podcast. But have you ever heard of gifted kid syndrome? Uh, is that what I was just talking about? Are you about Pretty to blow my mind? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Pretty I much. wasn't a gifted kid, but I, I was, I feel like I fell into the gifted kid syndrome hole. Because like, okay, so I discovered this term, like I, I didn't, hadn't really known what term it was, but um, from like this podcast, this psychologist does, um, on YouTube and like on Twitch and stuff. He's a psychologist. Um, he works with like gamers and stuff like that. Um, I know I'm being totally geeky right now, but I love it. (laughs) Um, gifted kid syndrome or gifted kid burnout is like actually a thing that's like observable, but it's literally like, I don't know how to really explain it. Let me see if I can like read a definition. Um, but essentially it's like, a child is raised with like constant praise whenever they overachieve, right? When they're re- whenever they achieve higher than some other kid in their class or like their sibling or whatever. 
Um, so they find themselves like among, like you were saying, like other people who are kind of similar to them. Um, however, they are not given the tools to actually adapt to that situation. So like once they're around people who are their own caliber, I don't even know what to say without sounding stupid, but (laughs) like among their own, like level, I guess, I don't know, in class or like the class ahead or whatever they they're they're not special anymore like they're not gifted anymore because they're not am I like saying it right like (laughs) no no I okay I get this so this causes um like side effects especially when they get older so like they'll quit things that don't come easily easily to them they'll have like existential dread or like anxiety um They'll be critical of like authority figures or like the government. Um, like they're really tired all the time. They don't <laughs> trust people easily. <laughs> they think that they're destined for greatness, but they have no idea like what they have a fear of. Like they they can't live up to it. There's like there's no way that they can live up to it. They can't ask for help. They need validation. Like why why do I even go to school or go to work because it's pointless? You know, like it's like they don't get it. They don't understand how to be the gifted kid anymore because no one's telling them they're gifted anymore because they're not. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if that makes any sense at all, but were you considered a gifted kid in, in high school or that's what my parents told me. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to be straight with you, Meg, you're freaking brilliant. And I'm pretty sure if you had been at, I mean, I don't know if you'd been at, if you'd been at our school longer, you probably would have been in gifted program. Weren't you well, in the gifted program? I was like in the head or whatever, but I thought it was stupid. You know, I thought it was stupid. What did you guys even do? It was like a secret club. None of yeah. the other kids knew what happened. We didn't do crap, okay? Because <laughs> Kay, Kay and Sarah were in the gifted club, gifted yeah. program as well. I don't, I don't know. I was, I was not privy to what was happening behind the closed doors. <laughs> well, let me be honest with you. Like I totally fell into this whole syndrome thing because like and it like totally clicked with me whenever I first read about it because like when I was in like the whole school that we went to sophomore year we left after after I completed sophomore year we left and we I went back to Alaska I that's when I totally fell off like I had no one to compare myself to like I had no ladder to be like okay I need to be here by this time I need to be here by this time and I completely failed like my last two years of high school like I bombed (laughs) I barely passed like I barely graduated on time with some subjects so like while I knew like I had potential inside of me because that's what I've been told my whole life like you're supposed to be ahead you're good at this you're good at this you have to reach this this whatever unexplicable goal even though you know there's nothing wrong with just like being happy in your classes with your friends, you know? Um, but then I didn't have anything like that. And so I just like bond, like, you know, like I haven't done anything academic really at all (laughs) since then. So I've literally just kind of like floated around from job to job until I landed this job that I have now, which I really like, but still like, what am I even doing? (laughs) I don't know. Does that make sense? yes I totally just ranted there but I get it though I mean I hope I didn't sound like a total total no you didn't whatever you're about to say you didn't because (laughs) you're just speaking your mind and this is a space that you're allowed to do that it's your own dang (laughs) podcast you know it 
uh, <laughs> I mean, clearly we're just like, we're just breaking ourselves down here. And it's right. interesting though, because it's good. We have to be self-aware. We have to be. Yes. Otherwise we cannot be better. Right. 100%. So, I mean, you're self-aware. <laughs> That's good. Um, I don't know. I, I what do you think? Like, do you think it's good to push kids to like the next course or like the the next hire, even if it's like ahead of their current level? What's your opinion on that? I don't know. It's so tricky because it's so tricky because you don't want you want the kids to always be challenged, but they're. You know, okay, you know the whole, like, participation trophy thing that everybody's upset about? It's kind of like, it's kind of like that, like, you don't want to just give, it's like, to to an extent, okay, so I have the student. (laughs) I don't know how to get, I don't know how to get this out of my mouth. (laughs) I have the student, and she is my choir, and she's been scared of singing, like, forever and ever and ever, and we're working on getting over her stage fright, and she's doing very well. She's a senior, um, so she's missed a lot of opportunities, but we're working on it. And she looked at me and she said, I am so scared. I know I'm not a good singer. And I was like, this is not true. Somebody's told you that you aren't a good singer and this is not true. We're going to try. And I got to hear her really, truly sing, sing. And I was like shocked. And I looked at her and I was like, what the heck? You are unnatural. Like you have this beautiful head voice. And, you know, I literally told her, I was like, you know, not every kid in this room can sing like that i said not every kid has naturally got a head voice already developed and you know i mean you are ahead of the game and you don't even realize it you know and i i keep thinking of that moment but to an extent like you still have to do that right because she needed that boost um yeah. In in you know cuz she's advanced she's ad- technically she's advanced with no musical training at all. <laughs> she's advanced <laughs> compared to her peers and I can't not push that. I can't not try to challenge her further and make her better. However, I don't want her n- it's not the same, but I don't want her to end up feeling how it felt. Yeah. For you when you I mean, I don't think that's... Finished school. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, mean, I don't it's, think it's, that'll be the case. No, of course not. But um, but that same concept, like, so for kids that are just, in general, quicker, right? They, they're they not as challenged by the same grade level. Like, you don't want... You don't want them to feel... You want to push them. They have to be challenged. But... Right. You don't want them to... Little fish in a big pond kind of situation. Yeah. Am, am so, I am I rambling? Am I making any sense? I feel no, like I get that because you don't want them to you don't want them to feel like they don't have like they can't do what they want to do in their life because they're you know you want them to feel like their self you want their self esteem to be high right mm-hmm. that's what your point is is I right? I want them to feel capable but I also don't want them to I don't know like really if you th- you think about it you have okay a a gifted student in sophomore year they're like really ahead and they yeah. need they need more challenging stuff and then you stick them in their junior year and what they're behind like yeah, maybe, exactly you, you yeah, push them up and then they're falling behind and they feel miserable and they they yeah. because it the difference could be 
really minuscule. You know what I mean? And then maybe yeah. for some, it's exactly what they needed. But I, it's hard. It's hard because you don't want them to miss. And like part of it, part of it too, beyond the education, is a social aspect. Okay, yeah. like throwing a sophomore into a junior class because they were doing well they weren't as challenged it's it's a really tricky call it has to be just right for each kid I would say my opinion on this is like let once the kids gets to a certain point in their life where they're able to make those decisions like you should weigh out the pros and cons for the kid like hey I really think that you would succeed in this class and I think you would do really well because you're really smart you know you're ahead in this like you understand the concepts however you know, you have the decision to stay back in your current grade and just keep going the way you're going. Like, kind of give them that encouragement. You know, don't force them to do anything that they don't want to do. Okay, because so... Oh, go. Oh, I thought you were done. Oh, no. Uh, you can go ahead. Um, Is the gifted program then a program that tries to accelerate the students through the grade levels? Is that what was happening? Um, Well, there are programs like that out there. Oh, I mean, that's the whole point. Like, if you're, like, well, it depends on how gifted you are or whatever. <laughs> like, if you're a genius or whatever. But, like, a lot of parents, like, mostly seen in the media or whatever, um, push their kids to do certain things because they're good at it or whatever or they excel at it. But, really, it's just, like, the parent or the teacher projecting that onto the kid. When the kid would just be perfectly happy doing their thing with their friends in their own grade, you know? Sure. Because I think like, I may have misunderstood what you were asking. <laughs> okay. I don't even remember what I asked. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got confused because now now I'm like, what rabbit hole did I go down? No, I totally get what you're saying, though, because you were saying, like, someone had a skill that was not developed, but they were amazing at, but they thought they weren't amazing at it, so you wanted to bring that out of them. Like, that's the good kind. <laughs> that's the good stuff right there. Right. That's the good kind. Because, like... That's not necessarily elevating them like you, you're giving them that encouragement, but you're not necessarily like being like, you know, you need to go do this to skip this choir, go, go to the next yeah. one, <laughs> go to the next choir. You know, you're just trying to like bring them out of their comfort zone in their bubble. That's really good. But to me. that's why I guess they make those gifted programs, though, is because for the students that are doing very, very well in a class, granted, Forget the example that I said because she doesn't <laughs> fall in that category. But for those gifted kids, right, there you were I don't know what you were doing, but I'm assuming that you were being pulled and given further That was the idea. Work, right. Your challenges, if you will. Right. Things that were making your brain work harder, right? That were <laughs> that you weren't getting from another class. I assume. Yeah, but uh, like ultimately it made no difference to me. Like Ultimately, it did not impact me in a positive way in that in the way they meant, you know, like in that situation. Like, I'm not saying every gifted program is like that or, you know, I'm, some I'm sure I'm very beneficial. But like, I wonder if it would make more sense if there was like honors classes. I don't know. But don't maybe know. like not question. not maybe titled that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know the if there's like honors. a better way to title it. But like, you know, like. It would be like your advanced math and your advanced English and your advanced science and your advanced I mean, history. ideally, you would have something in every subject so that people who excelled in certain subjects. Exactly. Could like, it wouldn't just be like one person in all the advanced classes. It would be like, you know, a whole bunch of different people excelling at whatever subject they excel at mm -hmm. and they would be able to access those. Um, that would be the ideal scenario. But if they wanted to, you know. Right. Right. 
if they want it. <laughs> I but that, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh uh, no, go ahead. I was just saying. I, I think I I misunderstood, but I I like where we landed. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that all led up to good. Um, but anyway, to get back to the question, like I think highly intelligent people are less happy than individuals with average intelligence, mostly because like they think they should be somewhere they have like imposter syndrome like they think they should be somewhere else than where they are in my opinion i wonder if there's somebody that's highly intelligent that doesn't feel like that that feels really good i would like to talk to somebody like that (laughs) i honestly me too because i would want to know yeah were they raised differently or what was their education like or Is it uh, maybe they just have ego? really great mental health like <laughs> yeah what's that like <laughs> um straight up dude do you ever think about the fact that there are people out there that have good mental health yeah that blows my mind it dude. blows my mind too like it like, just feels like people out doesn't there. everybody just come with depression and anxiety because i, I, I all know. my friends granted i'm a creative person and it seems like the creative field tends to have right the generally speaking yeah gen- totally an assumption um but <laughs> <laughs> you know but yeah just like it blows my mind to think that there are people out there that are just like totally good like <laughs> i know i know happy I don't as get a that. bee <laughs> i don't either happy as a bee yeah those happy bees out there um, yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> all right let's move on <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've said a bunch of stupid things. No, I liked everything that you said. I, I promise. Just, I wanted to demonstrate my average intelligence for everyone. So <laughs> you are okay. In my opinion, you are above average intelligence. Just saying. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay uh, my turn. Um, <laughs> uh, geez, Louise. <laughs> um. Oh, I like this. Why do we strive for perfection if it is not attainable? It's not like the human condition. <laughs> Everyone wants to be perfect, but the whole irony of it is that no one can be perfect. It's horrible. I mean, why do we want to be perfect? Where did that come from? I don't want to be perfect. What? How do we even define perfect? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> that is a good question. That's like, there's no like one definition of perfect because well, everyone prefers different things, right? Hold on. I'm going to look up the definition of perfect. <coughs> Sorry. No, that was cute. It's all good. <laughs> definition of perfect. Here we go. Having all the required or desirable elements, qualities, or characteristics <laughs> as good as it could possibly be. Okay. Okay. All the required or desirable elements. That's like okay. impossible. So required as in like maybe like a rubric <laughs> or then desirable as in like whatever is in your head. Right. So like, like this made up thing that is air quote perfect. Right. Ugh. I don't, I don't know. like I that. <laughs> I think people desire or like obsess about being health or perfect though because like. A lot of people just think that's life. That's the meaning of life, right? Like just to be the best, most perfect person that you can be. Well, and the really twisted thing is like everybody's own desirable elements are different. Yeah. Like what people deem as perfect, like what, I don't know, Stacy over here deems as perfect is not what Emma over here deems as perfect. Yeah. Like they have two different things and they look at each other and they think... 
she's not you're not perfect yeah she's not perfect (laughs) you know like that's really twisted I've never really considered that I've never thought about perfection in that way I just know that I have my certain standards for what perfection is in certain aspects of my life like how 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 my house is clean right just not even close to perfect but (laughs) you know yeah perfect in my in my desirable moments <laughs> i've kind of thought that's funny because like you know how there's those people out there who like everything has to be like there can't be a speck of dust like everything has to be perfectly clean um you know the, they clean literally everything like all the time but like to me if if a certain thing thir- certain things in my house are clean then i'm okay you know like that's perfect to me yes but, like i don't have to clean my baseboards every week for my house to be perfect to me you know shit i need to clean my baseboards <laughs> thank you for that reminder <laughs> i just thought about that i was um, just looking at my bathtub and how it was clinging but the glass um <laughs> window in my bathtub is disgusting yeah i haven't and cleaned my <laughs> patio windows since i moved into this place yeah <laughs> i haven't cleaned the outside of the windows the, the whole time i've lived here either yeah <laughs> But See, I, I mean, but we feel satisfied. Like our house is clean. Yeah, like to me, my house is perfect. The shower is scrubbed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, perfect is so different to so many people. But I still don't really understand why. To me, like I strive for that perfection. Air quotes, you know, because like if I don't have that, then I feel bad. Like I feel bad about my house, or but I feel bad about. You feel bad about it because you then think how somebody else is going to come and perceive your house is not yeah perfect. exactly yeah i don't want someone to think but, it's not <laughs> but it doesn't matter because you could think it's perfect and somebody else could walk in and think it's not perfect that is true yeah so why do we care that, so dang much? satisfied in my mind then i don't care yeah i don't know hmm. this has been eye-opening for me because <laughs> i have some serious problems with like expectations of how i want my space not even me like I'll walk around with the hair on my chin growing in all the time, like just looking like a hot ass mess. <laughs> but my house better not be you, like that. I feel that. Yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah. Because like I'll not brush my hair for a day, you know, and I, I'll just freaking go out, get groceries, you know, with my hair in a bun, not brushed. But like my house, if my house isn't tidy for the day, then I'm like, this is horrible day. What's going on? <laughs> right. What is that? I don't know. So I, pretty much what we got is like perfect is different for everybody. <laughs> but well, the question is, why do we strive for perfection if it's not obtainable? Because, because we're society all obsessive. <laughs> I think it's societal. I think it's like presenting to people that we know how to handle our shit. Yeah. Okay. I get that. Yeah. It's so like we're proving ourselves. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Yeah. But, on something but why but why would we bother because again people perceive perfection as it's all different i know why for me we're twisted <laughs> yeah i know why for me but it doesn't it doesn't make sense it doesn't serve any fucking purpose i just need validation <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah i need that validation <laughs> I need it. We need somebody to say, oh my gosh, your, your place looks really great. good. <laughs> exactly. And then I'm just like, I'm, I feel amazing the rest of the day. You know, I, I should tell you that your house has always been spick and span every time I visited. Oh, well. <laughs> so like literally yours. always. <laughs> so Even when I visited your house, like when your when your mom, when you lived with your mom and dad in, in our little town, your house was always so in such yeah, good order. Yeah, my mom order. was was the same way (laughs) yeah 
yeah. And my dad was also that way. So I wonder where I got it. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, your house was always completely like the rooms that I was in at least was always completely clean. So I have know. to know. Well, that's true. Except for <laughs> my bedroom. But that was <laughs> different. Um, <laughs> I have to know. This is something that blows my mind. Um, when I clean my kitchen, every time I clean my kitchen, uh, I don't know why I developed this, but I bleach my counters. Um, so, but this is not every day that I bleach my counters. It's like when I do the dishes, which is like, mm-hmm. you know, every other day or whatever, probably should do them more often, but you know, <laughs> I will bleach my counters and my mom did that. And so that's what I did. Yeah. Um, and people think that's weird. Yeah, I think that's weird. <laughs> oh, you do? Oh, I don't okay. get the bleach thing. Like, you have this bleach obsession. <laughs> okay, so, but it doesn't have to be bleach. It can be disinfectant. But okay, I well, disinfect I my counter. So, like, do, yeah. do you disinfect your counters? Um, whenever I clean my kitchen, I do. However, if, it, if it's just, like, crummy, then I won't. Like, if I see that there's residue on the counter, that's when I do that. But, oh, okay. like, I'll see, brush off the crumbs and I'll sweep the floor, like. That's pretty much my process. Oh, okay. See, even crumbs, I, I always just disinfect. I don't know why. Like, if I touch the crumb, I feel like it's gross and dirty. <laughs> I don't know where it came from, you know? Yeah. But, okay, but, so then it's it's the bleach part that's weird. It's not the disinfecting the counter yeah. part. Oh, okay. The bleach part is weird. Because my, oh. mom, my mom is never into, like, the hard chemical stuff. So, like, cleaning with you, like, I've never really cleaned with you before, except for whenever <laughs> I helped you move. <laughs> You were like throwing bleach around left and right. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I was well, like, there's so much bleach. Especially like when we were moving into this place and like. Oh, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't know what, who's been where and what's been yeah. where. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I guess. Okay. You should know. You're going to be very proud of me. I I still have bleach for like meat situations, mm-hmm. but I, I have a disinfectant spray now. That isn't ah. a hard chemical. It smells <laughs> awful. I think it's supposed to smell yeah, good. Yeah, it's not pretty but it bad. Smells <laughs> b- so bad. Yeah. Depending on the brand you get, like if you get the, I forget what it's called, but there's like this orange one. It's like seventh generation. It smells disgusting. Oh, I know they have that at my work. Yeah. No, I got this at Aldi. Um, it smells pretty bad. Oh, is and it the method? Maybe. Ooh. I don't know. Not sure. I get excited about cleaners. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I'm not buying it again because it left my counter like I don't know if like Cedric used it. I haven't used it yet, but um, I don't know if they, like, they used a lot then or if it just took forever to dry. I'm not sure, but you know, like I spray it and then I wipe it down and then I rinse the sponge and then I re- wipe it again and it was I like also do not use a sponge to wipe really my counters. Wet. So what do you use? I just use like a, if Paper I have towel? a towel. Just hmm. like a towel, like a dish towel that's like about to go in the wash. Then I use that. Is that weird? Or sometimes to use a I sponge? just use a paper towel. I, I I never used sponges growing up. Like that was never a thing in my house. Even <laughs> in your sink? Nope, no sponges in the sink. We always used a brush or like a a washcloth, like the towels or whatever, like the Whoa. dish towels. Not the dish towels, but like there's the dish washcloths or whatever. <laughs> We always use sponges, and yeah. I remember my mom, like, if the sponge started to smell bad, she would get it really wet and then, like, cook it in the microwave. <laughs> and 
and then it would be never heard it would come that. out and it would be clean it wouldn't smell bad anymore it oh. would like yeah that is a handy tip it, it, yeah 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 it's like you nuke you nuke it clean <laughs> you know like something really really hot like boiled essentially right Oh, it makes Interesting. sense. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but here around these parts, I just get a new sponge because it, oh, you know, a sponge dies. <laughs> but right. yeah, I don't know. Anyways. I don't know how we got onto this. <laughs> I, you know, we we're talking about perfection. Oh, yeah. And we and, have different cleaning methods now. <laughs> oh, the poor listener. <laughs> <laughs> Take our advice. We do everything opposite. Okay. It's it's true this is just proving how further how different we are we're, we're discovering things about ourselves each other all the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah like meg doesn't freaking use sponges yeah i mean i use one now because like i was like oh a sponge i literally at your house i was like oh a sponge that's a good idea <laughs> oh my I gosh sponge. <laughs> i remember helping you with dishes at your parents house and now yeah. that i'm thinking about it i know i used a brush yeah, a brush. I thought it was yeah. so I have nice because my hands didn't have to get that wet. I yeah. don't. I should get a brush. Brushes are awesome, except for some things, like, don't use them on your pans. Like, use a sponge or, like, a cloth for your pans and stuff. Like My mom uses cloths. I think that's gross. Yeah, I think it's gross, too. That's why I don't use them anymore. I like, feel, I and my mom will, like, brush. reuse it. Yeah. And I there are brushes know. now you can get with sponges on them. I have seen those. I had Amazing. one in college. <laughs> And I would put my soap in the handle and then you like squeeze it. Yeah. But yeah. I still don't use a sponge to, I think that's weird to use a sponge to wipe off the counters because <laughs> you're, you're leaving residue. Like you're leaving sponge well, residue. That's what, <laughs> that's why I rinse it out again and I go back over. I know. But like sponges to me, like are still so unclean. Like there's stuff stuck in them. <laughs> hmm. kind of a weird. Term. I mean, that's okay. kind of a good point. I don't know. I, honestly, I could, bleach, I could switch to just Clorox no wipes. Worries. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. Clorox wipes. I, I've used Clorox wipes. The thing about Clorox wipes is you have to go back through with a paper towel, essentially, yeah. because yeah, they're exactly. like weird. Anyways, we should totally move <laughs> on. Um, I think it's your turn. <laughs> okay. Um, do we control technology or is technology controlling us? Hmm. You know... <laughs> I think that all depends on how much money you have in your pocket. Oh, what do you mean? Like, if you're really, really rich and you are part of the development of technology, then you're definitely controlling technology. If you're in ads or you're in IT or things like that, like you understand a lot more about technology and also you have access to things that the average person doesn't. If you are not as educated in um, or you don't have the fin- finances to afford certain technology, then you're being controlled by it. I mean, like, does that make sense? Okay, that sounds kind of ignorant, but like, like, frick, we- I'm being stalked by ads, okay? Literally, the <laughs> other day, I was thinking, of, I was, I think I said out loud that I needed to get upholstery cleaner. No, no, I texted it to somebody. And then I got an ad from the Walmart app saying they had a bunch of deals on floor cleaner. And I was like, what the frick? Like, that feels really, yeah. So I feel like I am being controlled by (laughs) technology to an extent. And I don't have a lot of money, to be completely honest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So do you you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that I think like people with a lot of bags, you know what I mean? Like a lot of money. Like they, mm-hmm. 
they can control technology because they have the money to. I don't know. I think everyone's being controlled by technology. Everyone. Because, like, even the person that is rich and they make their money off technology are, in turn, being controlled by that same technology that they are creating indirectly. Whether or not they use the technology, that's, you know, that just is, like, the depth of how much they're being controlled. But, like, if if they're being... I mean, I guess you could make the argument, like, oh, no, they're being controlled by money, you know, but... If they're obsessing over that, creating that technology, then they are being controlled by that technology. I think we're worth, we're using the word controlled in different manners. Okay. Like mine is quite literal, literal, excuse me, and yours <laughs> is more like. Like existentially. <laughs> yeah, philosophical. I don't know. Okay. Like, because you're, you're like meaning like. Like the choices that they're making are kind of based around Driven technology. By that technology. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I literally mean control. Like, okay. Right. Okay, so you let me so look up the definition you're... of control. <laughs> <laughs> so you think you're being controlled by technology? Yeah. Interesting. Oh. I mean, I guess by my answer, I would think I'm also being controlled by technology, but like I mean, mine is for a completely different reason than yours. Your reason. I mean, like, for instance, like, you you watch an ad, and then, like, you watch an ad for Pepsi, and then you want a Pepsi. You know what I'm saying? I mean, kind of, sometimes I watch ads, and I'm like, I don't want that. That's stupid. I hate that, you know? <laughs> Just out of rebellion. <laughs> like, if an ad but for Pepsi The fact on, that you have to rebel would mean that you're under control. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> I totally agree with that. <laughs> It's very subtle. Like, but if an ad comes up, I don't want to watch an ad. So if an ad comes up for a product, eh, nope. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tend to not watch them anyways. But yeah. Or like, I'm, you ever like click onto those news sites and they like want you to sign up before you read the article? I just don't read the article. Same. <laughs> Absolutely. That drives me up a wall. Yeah. So stupid. Anyway, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. No, um, I, I don't remember. It's okay. Um, <laughs> But to me, like, the way I'm controlled by technology is that, like, every decision I make includes technology to some degree, you know? So, like, it's everywhere. How can I not be – how can my thought process not be controlled by technology? I hate it so much. <laughs> Which means you're totally controlled by it. I know. Yeah. It, it. Like, I hate it. It's like I'm powerless to technology yeah. around me. Like, I have to be on the computer to do work. I have to be on the yeah. computer to do this. I have to have my phone to call my mom or call my friend. Like, I have to. Or it's have, like, how many times have you, like, looked at your social media accounts and you said, I'm done. Like, I'm deleting it. And it always ends up back on your phone. I've done this <laughs> many, many a time. I was just thinking no. today, I should get off social media. And then I was like, no, it's not going to happen. I know it. I mean, I'm <laughs> off everything except for technically Instagram. So I don't know. Like, I'm not. But even only because you have to. <laughs> only because, like, it was driving me up a wall. Like, it was driving me crazy. <laughs> no, I meant However, Instagram. Like, you have to stay on Instagram because oh, of, <laughs> of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, I'm still on YouTube and I'm still on Netflix and I still play. Ch I even play freaking chess online. Like, like all my hobbies are online. <laughs> So without technology, even like, even our podcast, our ho that hobby yeah. is, is a t technology <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, and it's like your your idea of like that that philosophical 
I don't know, philosophical is not the right word. The, that version of control is legitimate too. I mean. Yeah, I guess it depends on like how much <laughs> you want to read into it, but. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Gosh. I like would love to have options. I know there are options that are not technology driven for entertainment, but like it's like I'm so, I, I guess addicted is the right word, but like I'm so focused in on like how technology can serve me or aka control me (laughs) that like those other options just don't seem as good i don't know technology is kind of scary no it does it's very scary i don't like it (laughs) sometimes i wish technology had never come around Mm, well i mean it saves a lot of lives yeah yeah, like the only positive i see (laughs) (laughs) but all right, let's let's fit a couple more in here. Um, okay. uh, I had a really good one picked out. Oh, uh, where'd it go? Right here. Um, how do you know if you love someone enough to marry them? I have wondered this. Like, because oh. I thought I loved someone enough to marry them, and then, like, it ended, and so then I was like, well, then, obviously, like, I was missing what, something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, what is, what is it? <laughs> how do you well, know? is very complicated <laughs> because you have to first define what love is, which is like, I can't define what it. What is love? <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. Um, <laughs> but like throwing that aside, like the fact that love is different for everybody, the definition of love is different for everybody. Um, I, I just can't, I can't answer this. Like, I don't know. Like to me, like loving someone enough to marry them like is not marrying someone to me is not intimidating like spending the rest of my life as one person is not intimidating to me at all so like me either it doesn't take me long to get from point a to point b however like not being with someone also does not intimidate me so like (laughs) same (laughs) how do i know like when when is right which is right and which is wrong in the scenario I don't know. You know what, what about, does what kind think? of intimidate me, though, is that I have to invest time into somebody in order to know that I can marry them. Right. I guess for me, the the thing I think I'll be looking for when that time comes is do the things that annoy me annoy me too much to live with it? Or are they <laughs> only... Uh, can or can I get over it? Can I, yeah, can I face it for the rest of my life? Because I'm sure that a lot of people that I would choose to give my time to would be good people that have great yeah. qualities to spend a life with, you know, a long life with. But there are, everybody has those things that bother somebody, <laughs> you know? And like, so with my friends, like with Kay and Sarah and you, like there are things, but they've never been more they never outweighed the friendship you know so that's why it's worked so then i assume that's what i gotta watch for (laughs) in somebody that i'm gonna marry that's a really good way to look at it because it's not like there's gonna be somebody out there that is perfect (laughs) (laughs) well i think that's a really practical way to look at it like because after a certain point like you don't have that honeymoon feeling anymore and you just have them as a person, right? Mm-hmm. So like you it's have just to somebody like, you're comfortable with. Right. You have to like 
have that strong connection with that person. And then whatever it is that you don't like about them, like has to be compatible with you, you know? (laughs) Okay. Would you agree that like your future spouse will essentially just be a best friend that you have sexual relations with? I mean, I think that's everyone's dream, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, because I'm like, okay, this sounds so weird and I know that I'm totally um, pan, so <laughs> don't take this in the wrong way. But like, we're BFFs. We would be able to live with each other and figure out a way to... We could like, coexist. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we would figure it out. It would be kind of sketchy at first, but we would figure it out, right? And so for me, I'm like, I would love to have somebody in my life that is the kind of friend that you are to me but but that you're attracted to yeah exactly (laughs) no offense but yeah that I'm attracted to that I feel like that not just the love that we feel for each other but a passion that is like you know yeah physical that's like the dream I think exactly someone connect with them be their best friend and then like that's just it you know so I guess i that's also something I'm looking for then too is like a natural friendship, not just like physical. And that's what yeah. drives me nuts about when I'm dating men is it's all very physical based and not <laughs> friendship based. But with women, it's always friendship based first, um, which is why I tend to just become friends with the women that I might be attracted to. <laughs> uh, that's fair. Yeah. So. But I totally get that. Yeah. And like also somebody who's like, who, whose life goals are compatible, you know, mm-hmm. with yours. So you're not constantly fighting about the future. Because, like, the future is just <laughs> something that's exciting for both of you. Yes. You know? Yeah. But that's just my my opinion. I don't know. People mm-hmm. who are compatible. Compatibility equals a lasting relationship. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Man. That's a hard one. I, I will like say, it. I got to say that the thought of being single for the rest of my life doesn't sound bad. It that really doesn't. doesn't. Sound bad to me either. You know, can you just imagine like this is my ultimate fear. Okay, maybe I need to like put this put this aside. I was telling a friend this the other day and they were like, "You need to get over that." And I was like, "Ah, I <laughs> hate the thought of meeting someone and like totally falling for them and we get serious and then we have to have the move-in conversation." And then I have to share a bedroom. (laughs) I don't want to. I want my bedroom to look the way I want it to look. And I want my own closet space. And I don't want to share. (laughs) That's interesting. (laughs) I don't. Like, why is that like a fear I have? I don't. I I share everything in my life with everyone. Why would I not want to share that space with somebody who is like the ultimate person in my life. I, why but why have I done this? cope with that. <laughs> yeah, like there a second room. <laughs> well, I mean, you could have a space that's just yours. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, oh, like not a necessarily giant like a whole bedroom closet. or anything, but yeah, like Ooh. have like a room, an extra room in the house that's like Sarah's room, you know, <laughs> and they can have their own room. No too boys allowed. Yeah. No, no, no one else allowed no except women. for Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then like, you know, there's always going to be that one person that like cares more about the house than the other person. In my me. opinion, <laughs> it's going to be me. <laughs> so if that's you and they're okay with it, just roll with it. You know, I guess I could like change the style of the bedroom. The closet thing is really what gets me though. That's really what's going to bother me. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I think I could get over it. But that's like, that's my excuse for yeah. wanting to be single. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Space. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I like literally share everything in my life with everybody. Yeah. My, my I, time, I actually, my space, my food. It's very my, psychological. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's where it comes from. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Again, okay. off topic. We've been real good about focusing up tonight. Uh, you pick. All right. <laughs> okay, so let's make this our last one before I, we go on to the fun questions. Oh um, yeah. So this is gonna be friendship. Um, what is true friendship? Okay. Okay. My <laughs> eyes are watering. Okay, sorry. Um, true friendship is when. You have somebody who is willing to support you even when you can't support them. But also, so like, you know, like true friendship is having, okay, let's say the friendships between two people. I don't know, instead of like a group or whatever, two people, like two people who understand that each person is going to have their time. Do you know what I mean? Like their time that they need more support than they can give. Oh, okay. And vice versa. And like knowing that time and like understanding that time and having a sort of consistency. Yeah. In the support. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Because like friendship, it comes down to like providing like when you really doesn't like like dissect i almost said disinfect and when you really (laughs) dissect a friendship like it's not like they're i mean yeah of course there's like memories and things like that but when it comes down to it like hanging out with a friend is a distraction from something that's hard in your life like always yeah most of the time yes yeah i can't really think of any other time right like hanging out with a friend is like a time where i don't have to think about something that is challenging or hard or it's a time where i can well i think that we can both agree like that friend doesn't necessarily isn't your friend just because they distract you no 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 but like the the essence of friendship is like okay having people that are not stress like oh yeah okay you know what i'm saying saying. like Mm -hmm. so one of like the main benefits of having a friend is that it is mostly positive experience or growth right and so like having a friend that you can all always have laughs with of course but then also having a friend that supports you and can talk with you and and be honest with you that that develops a really beautiful true friendship you know i agree yeah i mean how how would you describe it okay so i think what sets true friends apart from like just people you meet are like not necessarily like what you have in common with that person. Cause like, obviously you and I have a ton in common. However, we are also <laughs> very different. Like we have hobbies in common, like music. We both like music. We can talk about, you know, all kinds of different topics and relate to each other, but essentially we're very different people like at our core. So <clears throat> not in a bad way either. Like we both are just different. <laughs> right. Um, so I think it's just having like the ability to, 
accept that person for who they are and also like who they're going to be in the future so like obviously we've been friends for like 10 years yeah it's <laughs> like, like you're accepting so different yeah. that no matter what or where i am in 10 years you're yeah, still like gonna... i'm still gonna be here <laughs> <laughs> it's like i'm in it for life you know i feel I'm like it. once you hit like that seven year mark you're kind of in like it you for can't the get long rid of them <laughs> yeah <laughs> and also like being willing to grow with them so like it's no fun not no fun's not a really good way to put it but like it's not good when one person is growing and the other person is just like stuck so like if you have that true friend that's like with you through your life changes and you're with them through their life changes you're kind of like growing at the same rate if that makes sense like so if you hear your friend say you've changed yeah, that's um, like a sign probably of not them a good not thing. growing. <laughs> that's like them. They're judging you for you. Not, not in every situation, but like most of the time they're like, I want you back down at my level. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, however, if it's a, you know, you've changed and there's something wrong with what you're doing, then they are a true friend because they're trying to, you know, bring you out of that negative negativity that you might be putting out there. But that's, right. um, and also like being able to pick up like, after a period like we went months without talking like being able to pick up and like forgive each other and like talk about it with each other and then like move on what did you say you called it benefit of the doubt yeah benefit of the doubt yeah that's a good good thing we always come back to like always giving that person the benefit of the doubt um like i know if you didn't talk to me for three weeks it wouldn't be out of like ill intent like <laughs> well, it, it would be like it would be a bad thing for me to do on my part however you would probably realize that like I would know not, it was it's not, not you <laughs> it wasn't like a thing against me right it would yeah. be like I need to find out what's going on <laughs> it's like something's wrong something yeah my phone exploded I don't have any internet yeah <laughs> something yeah happened. and that's Honestly, and that's the benefit of the doubt right I would know that you're not right. doing something to like purposely hurt my feelings yeah Honestly, though, if my phone exploded and I had no internet, I would probably drive down. Yeah, I was you. about to say, if I couldn't get a hold of you for four weeks, I would like show up at your doorstep. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like something's wrong. Um, so there you have yeah. it, folks. I can't ignore Meg. <laughs> um, with some podcasts we'd have. <laughs> but yeah, know, like, no, I agree. Just that person that's like always there for you and like doesn't care what you do is just always there to support you. Um, even if like, so basically family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, even family, not, not every family members like that. That's you know? true. So friends are the family you get to choose. Oh yeah. That's nice. <laughs> you haven't heard that before. Uh, I've heard like variations of that, but I've never yeah. heard that before. Yeah. I would definitely consider, I have like a, a group of core people that I've known since I yeah. was like, you know, 13. <laughs> and um, th- those are my chosen family for sure. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I've met amazing people along the way and I have people in my life that I stay in touch with on the daily um, that are really good people, but they just haven't been in my life like you guys have been in my life and they're yeah. still good good pals but you guys are family um yeah yeah. and it's kind of funny like i mean 
you, me, and Kay have known each other. And I've known, like, the other Sarah. I don't know if she's okay with us mentioning her name. Yeah, she is. She is. Like, I've (laughs) known her, but, like, she's not, like, I don't, I think she's great and amazing, but, like, I haven't known her like you and Kay have known her. (laughs) Yes, it's going to be good for you to get to spend time with her over vacation. We're going on vacation together, so it's going to be so interesting to, like, watch you guys. Because I never even really watched you guys all interact very much because, like, I was gone after sophomore year. Girl, all I got to (laughs) say is I'm really happy that you're coming, too, because sometimes with Kay and Sarah... They like get into it and then I'm just like sitting there like <laughs> like awkward. <laughs> I'm literally the third wheel when we hang out and like I've grown to love it, but it will yeah. also be really great to have somebody <laughs> to talk to when they're going on their little crazy rants. <laughs> like that they is... like physically beat each other up. <laughs> okay. I'm You're in for a treat. <laughs> it's free entertainment. So yeah, I'm down for that. <laughs> but it's just funny because there's like a different dynamic between me and other Sarah because like we're not quite as we're not close like me and Kay like me and Kay are are getting really close again and then me and you obviously me and you so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting but (laughs) it it will be but I think it will yeah it's it's gonna be hard not to have a good time when you're surrounded by oh it's (laughs) you guys (laughs) so It'll it'll be good Okay, so we're going to transition to fun time. Kind of the fun questions. Holla. Um, these aren't necessarily going to be like disagreements, maybe, but. <laughs> uh, Do you want me to start? It's, I just want to read the title of this. I just like Googled okay. um, funny questions. So this literally just says funny questions to ask. Whether or not some of these are funny is a, is a whole nother thing. Yeah. But I, I, <laughs> I really, I have one that I really can't wait to talk to you about. Okay. Go for it. Okay. Um. What is the sexiest and the least sexiest name? Oh. Okay. So, do I have to go like boy name, girl name, or just? Uh, <laughs> I don't really care. Um. Okay. I feel like it's gonna be hard for you to pick a sexy girl name. So just go for guys. That's okay. Fine. I'll go for guy. Um. Sexy guy name. Um. The sexiest guy name, not a sexy guy. Sexiest name. Sexiest guy name. The sexiest. <sighs> This is so hard. <laughs> okay. Um, three syllables is really what does it for me. Is that weird? Really? <laughs> yeah. It's almost like that a triplet, like, you know? That's like the opposite of me. I oh. don't like long names. I prefer like one to two syllables at the most. Three syllables? Are you kidding? <laughs> Can yeah. you give me an example? Elijah. Oh, no. That is such that a great name. A that's actually like on my not sexy list oh my gosh um i don't know i've never thought of like a name it's not i guess i don't really see it as like sexy but like i just think it's a nice name okay well i guess here's a three-syllable one that i like benjamin oh yeah (gasps) jeremiah that's a long one but i love that name. i don't like the name jeremiah i mean i love jeremiah but (laughs) (laughs) i think it's such you know what straight up that is a sexy name but maybe because jeremiah is sexy (laughs) <laughs> that might be it um oh i can't think of a sexy name i like there's like names that i like like carter i really enjoy the name carter um i like the name charles or charlie um edgar Ugh. oh i love the name edgar cornelius yo what? that is a great what? name what is this 15th century crap that you're pulling out <laughs> Cornelius is the name of the fairy prince in Thumbelina. 
Oh. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, uh, I do not like the name Peter. No, me either. <laughs> so that's a very unsexy name. Um, I'm going to have to agree with that, like 1,000%. <laughs> I also don't like the name Cooper. Yeah, me neither. That name yeah. doesn't work for me. Yeah, it, it makes me think of like a children's Make, book. Oh, it makes me think of a chicken coop. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Cooper. It sounds um, like a dog name, a beagle name specifically. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Sorry. That was so specific. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay, you go ahead with yours. Or did you already say yours? I don't I know. Them. I've just been throwing things out. I think Jeremiah is going to be the sexiest name. Okay. Uh, and I think Cooper's going to be my least sexy name. <laughs> <laughs> That's very... I totally get both of those. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, what part of a kid's movie completely scarred you? <laughs> I totally have, like, multiple answers for this. Of a kid's movie? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Do you want me to go first with mine? Mm-hmm. I, I, I have, have mine. Two. I just, oh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, you know I don't like thunderstorms. Yeah. There's um, a scene in, it's one of my favorite show movies, um, Aristocats, where oh. they like, the the butler had, sorry, spoilers, the butler had like stolen them and then he got in the bike crash and then the like basket that all the cats were in were like by the pond. Aww. Right? And it was a bit, there was a thunderstorm and it was scaring all the cat, all the kittens and it freaked me out when I was little. I love that movie so much. It is so good. <laughs> so, I want to go watch it now. I know, right? <laughs> it's on Disney Plus. So there are two things that scared me. So do you remember the live action 101 Dalmatians? very vaguely yeah so i watched i watched that when i was a kid we got it from the library or whatever <laughs> and the part where they like bake her into a pie <laughs> and they like oh yes condiments it's so her. creepy <laughs> it was insane i could not watch it i cried i i left the room like i hid under my blanket like i thought it was so scary and then there's a similar scene in um chicken run i don't know that one it's like a claymation classic. Like people love the movie Chicken Run. Um, there's also a part where they get baked into pies. And it was horrifying to me. Like I literally cried. I could not watch any claymation. Like I didn't oh watch gosh. any claymation. <laughs> I didn't watch any claymation after that up until Flushed Away came out, came out. Which I was like, you know, way older than. It like literally traumatized me off claymation. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It was so funny because like people would be like, oh, let's watch this movie. It's claymation. Oh, let's watch Chicken Run. I'd be like, nope, nope, nope. As a kid, I would just like leave the room. I would not be there. I'd be like, let's please not watch that. That's the like, one where the pies are in, right? No thanks. Yeah, like they get baked into pies, can't handle the... I guess it's something about people being baked into pies like totally freaked me out. I kind of understand what you're saying though because now that you have said that about the 100 Dalmatian like scene, it... I... I am I can literally envision it like perfectly like crystal clear in my head yeah. and it does make me feel a certain way I'm not sure if maybe it's nostalgic but <laughs> I I kind of I totally understand like I don't know why that's burned into my head so it must have bothered me a little bit too I can literally see it I think it's because like you get baked into a pie you you're dead, dead. You're, yeah you're dead you've died <laughs> and they're just so thinking like, it's cute and funny and it's like actually scarring a child <laughs> yeah it's it's scarred me for sure 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and I don't like pie now, so thanks a lot. <laughs> Aw. All right. Um, well, let's see. What is something that everyone looks stupid doing? Um, oh, I guess we'd have to do something that's acceptable in public. <laughs> um, well, no. Because I can guarantee you every every single person that puts on mascara looks like an idiot. That's true. But, <laughs> um, okay, this is something I'm self-conscious about. Um, like, you know, people have like the AirPods now. Mm-hmm. When you have an AirPod in and you're talking on the phone, and but the phone's in your pocket... And you're, you just look like you're walking around <laughs> talking to yourself. <laughs> you know, a lot of people do that now. It's very confusing. I have to wonder if like yesterday I was driving and this is so weird. You're going to think I'm a psycho, but I was eating macaroni and cheese as I was driving. And I had to wonder if people were looking over thinking, what the frick? <laughs> <laughs> just like eating while you're driving. Okay, But like not just like eating like a sandwich or like carrots or something like i was eating mac and cheese i was holding the bowl in one hand and driving with the other this is so funny i am an excellent excellent eating and driving because i was driving an hour to and from work and so i would eat my breakfast like yogurt and granola as i was driving (laughs) okay there's an it's always sunny in philadelphia episode on this (laughs) and i'm just thinking about it so much right now because there's like you're literally eating and driving like that's like one of the worst things <laughs> that you can do <laughs> really in my opinion oh I mean, my gosh my, but like you're eating and driving girl what are you doing <laughs> i eat and drive all the time i'm always I in mean, my car i'm always on the go that is interesting how do you do that well um in what in my left hand i held the container with like with my hand underneath and like on the edge a little bit and then with like my ring finger and my pinky I was like wrapped on the steering wheel and then I was using my other hand mostly on the steering wheel but occasionally I would fork a bite mostly at stoplights <laughs> it was also snowing <laughs> okay I'm totally gonna link you a YouTube video after this you can pack up okay okay <laughs> Don't okay, judge me, listeners. Crazy. Sorry. However, I do agree that that is something that everyone would look stupid doing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love you. <laughs> love you. Love you. <laughs> That's so good. Okay. But or I like, do. You know when people like curl their hair and they like put their their hair in their mouth? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I bet we look stupid doing that too. <laughs> That's true. There's a lot of things that we do that looks really stupid. Especially like when we're getting ready, <laughs> nobody can see us. Yeah, that's like a whole other avenue of yeah. <laughs> of opportunities that open up. <laughs> okay. Oh, next one. You go. <laughs> um. This is interesting. In 40 years, what will people be nostalgic for? Hmm. Disney Channel original movies. Oh, you're so right. Because there won't be anything like how they were made 10 years ago. That's so true. Wow. That's like already becoming something that's nostalgic. Yeah. It kind of is, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Um, wow. I didn't even think about that. That's a really good answer. I don't know why that came out of my mouth so quick. I'm going to say, like, um, probably homemade foods. Whoa, yeah. 
because it's all going to be like easy, quick and go prepackaged stuff. Nothing. I'm not, I'm not going to say nothing, but like most skills won't be passed down that far ahead, you know, 40 years from now. Do you think people will become nostalgic over um, like flip phones? Like in the same way that people no. are nostalgic <laughs> of like, uh, you know, those twisty dial phones? I mean, I don't think anybody really like, I don't, I don't want a twisty dial phone, you know? Who would, I don't want a flip phone. I feel like nostalgic is like, oh, I want to go and do that again, right? I don't know. Or I, I don't know, I guess. But for me, that's what it is. And while I remember having a flip phone, I would never want to have a flip phone again. Hmm. <laughs> I'm good. I'm past it. Yeah, I don't want a flip phone. <laughs> yeah. However, like Disney movies make me extremely nostalgic. Like I'll go back and watch or DreamWorks movies. Like I'll go back, yeah. back and watch Stallion or, or Spirit. Shrek. Or I'll go Shrek or I'll watch. Uh, <laughs> so good. The Aristocats, you know. Oh. You know it. what I'm going to miss in 40 years? What? The button, the home button on iPhones. <laughs> the home button, man. Yeah, you would think. I don't miss it, though. I, I'll miss it. Yeah. <laughs> I I, I, I missed it. it at first, but now I don't. Now I don't care. I don't even think about it. But, I mean, at 40 years from now, who knows what it's going to be. We'll probably have flip phones again, only they'll, like, flip out into a tablet. <laughs> <laughs> you just open it up, and it's, like, a full Yeah, it's, like, a tablet. freaking tablet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. I got one, and I, I can't wait to hear this, but I'm kind of putting you okay. on the spot. Uh, what is the funniest joke you know by heart? Ugh, I don't know many jokes. Mm, okay, ready? Knock, knock. Who's there? Boo. Boo who? Aw, don't cry. <laughs> Good one, man. Thanks. That's the <laughs> only one. That's my go-to. I don't know any jokes. I, I make up my jokes on the fly, man. I'm a, I'm a dad joker. <laughs> I can't. You don't know any classic knock-knocks or something? No. My dad was never like a knock-knocker. Um, <laughs> you know what my dad used to do to make us laugh or like scare us when we were curse? kids? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every time my dad would curse, it'd be like freaking out of the blue. Like once every few years, it would always make us all laugh. <laughs> <laughs> he did it in front of me at the dinner table one time and I nearly <laughs> shit my pants. Yeah. Um, but he used to scream. <laughs> <laughs> like... And it would be like this bad, like it would be like the bad where like it starts with the B or whatever. And it would be like high pitched and it'd be long and it would be very frightening. <laughs> I don't know if you can picture my dad doing this. Yeah. But like we would be like asleep upstairs on a Saturday and he would like stand at the bottom of the stairs and just like scream. <laughs> <laughs> or like we'd be asleep on a road trip and then he would just scream out of the blue. Yo, your dad... I think I mentioned this before in the podcast, but your dad driving on the backcountry roads just to mess yeah. with you guys was so frightening. Yeah. He is quite the driver. <laughs> I knew very he was confident. a good job driver, but like it was like scary when he was messing with you guys. He's or a very maybe confident he was messing driver. With me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think he puts on a show. <laughs> I mean, he can fly a plane, right? So I trust him driving yeah, a car. Yeah. So <laughs> he can definitely fly a plane. Okay. Um. Oh, it's your turn. Okay. I'm going to do another one. Let's see. Let's do one more each. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. <laughs> um, 
which inanimate object or what inanimate object do you wish you could eliminate from existence? <laughs> what? <laughs> like if you could eliminate anything out there, what would it be? <laughs> That's so weird. I love it. Um, <laughs> I totally know what my answer is. Uh, oh, gosh. Just something that annoys you. It doesn't have to be something that you own. Right. Okay, you you go ahead with yours. Okay, mine is Funko Pops. <gasps> yes. <laughs> oh, they're so annoying. They're so annoying. People are so anal about them. Like they don't take them out of their packaging, and they're so wasteful. It's like it's so annoying. Like why? Why do they exist? They're just like weird cartoon character caricatures of your TV show characters, comic books. Like what? Why? Why? <laughs> I I totally agree. Why do they exist? I, this is born from my hatred for knickknacks, though. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't hate knickknacks. I I don't mind knickknacks, but um, let's see. This is really tricky. Um, <laughs> receipt paper. That is very true. I feel like it, it is wasteful and it's always in my purse somehow. Even if I think I've thrown it away. It just like comes it's back. It's still there. <laughs> or like I I'll look, I'll use, I'll pull a bag out to reuse it and there's the receipt. I'm like, what the frick? And it fades over time. So like, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, true. Like people are like, oh, keep your receipt. They're, your warranty's on there for three years. It's like, oh no, in two years, you're not going to be able to read it anymore. So what's the point? <laughs> Yeah, no, I think we should just switch to like all email. I like every time yeah. I have an opportunity to email or text or see, especially email. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. But half the time I don't need it. Like when, yeah. okay, when I went through the McDonald's drive through, I really don't need the receipt. Thank you. Yeah. And like, um, they can, all stores now can like look up your transaction with your credit card or whatever card you use. If you use card. True. True. Like, so like, why would you need to keep the receipt? Just throw it all. Don't even get it. Like, I know it prints out every time. That's what annoys me. Like, it always prints out. Like, that's just so wasteful. Where I work I on the weekends, we don't even print them off anymore. That's nice. Mm -hmm. I like that. Except. Very nice. They do print out, like, the receipt of what they got from the case so that we can look yeah. and make the box. But. It's just a little I can turn stuff, it off. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. But, I, honestly, I think we should we should take away Funko Pops and receipts. Um Yeah. They're just a waste of space. They're a personal <laughs> agenda now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love it. Okay. All right. So one more for me. Um, gosh. Oh, this is interesting. Uh, I don't know if I have an answer for this, but I want to ask you. What used to be considered trashy, but now is very classy? Um... Trashy to classy. Hmm. I guess maybe not like necessarily. I'm thinking of like in a fashion aspect. Yeah, yeah. Think of it as like fashion. <laughs> I'm going to say okay. chokers and mom jeans. Definitely with the mom jeans. Yeah. I don't know about chokers. I don't see many people wearing chokers. They were popular for a hot second. No, it's like oh. little, like little thin chain chokers, like oh. little dainty ones. I got you. Like what Kaylee wears all the time. 
Oh, she does wear chokers. But like not really because they look like a necklace. Right. I love them. I think they're really cute. But (laughs) I also totally love the mom jean look for the record. I do like the mom jean look. Yeah. Um, I would say probably like um, most dress clothing now would be considered like really like fancy dress clothing would be considered trashy like 20, 30 years ago. So that's true. I mean, I mean, that's just like, I don't think most of it's trashy. Like some of it looks like it's made out of trash. <laughs> you know what I can't get behind that has become really um, in fashion? What? The um, super baggy pants. Yeah. I mean, like people totally are buying that. pants that are too big for them. To On purpose? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they just belt it up. And I'm like, you look weird (laughs) especially men this is something i've seen amongst men that are in the fashion well i can't i don't get but i can't get behind it okay my opinion on the whole men jean situation is that i don't like it when men wear jeans that are too tight Mm -hmm. and i don't like it when men wear jeans that are too baggy i would rather them wear baggy pants than too skinny of a pant (laughs) yeah i don't like guy in a skinny jean like whatever wear whatever you want but i'm not gonna be attracted to you in a skinny jean (laughs) oh that's okay (laughs) yeah it's totally fine like whatever i think it depends like some men look great in it and that's what they're called for (laughs) i haven't met i haven't seen a guy who's worn skinny jeans that i've been like Heck yeah. But you rock that. <laughs> yeah. Um, however, that's whatever. They, I don't have to like their well, skinny I guess that they for can, them to like their I guess that they jeans. can be like they can be fashionable and look good in it and just not be attractive to you. Right. Oh, yeah. That's so, absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. I, I guess um, I get it. I have one more question that I just came across that I just cannot pass up. Okay. Um, so I, and I have my answer too. So um, if peanut butter wasn't called peanut butter, what would it be called? Ooh, um, uh, probably like peanut paste. <laughs> oh, gross. I don't know. <laughs> Something I was, paste. I was going to name it whipped nut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it would be called. Because <laughs> it has that consistency of like icing. <laughs> whipped, whipped nuts. <laughs> yeah, whipped whip those nuts into shape (laughs) oh my gosh i feel like that's a good one to end on don't you (laughs) whipped nuts that is how i have to incorporate that into the title of this podcast (laughs) oh my gosh that is awesome Ooh, told you we couldn't pass that one that one was actually kind of funny that was a good one There's so many good ones. I'm saving this because I think we should, we should use this. We should come back. Uh, (laughs) So, all right. Well, I feel like we had some interesting conversations. I really showed off my intelligence. Um, uh, You did. (laughs) It's been fun. You are intelligent. Don't ever think that, that you're not intelligent. Stop it. Oh, I'm just entertaining. That's all. (laughs) You Um, are very entertaining too. (laughs) But I had fun. This was a fun conversation. Thanks for listening, listeners. Remember feedback is always welcome yes we are at seven hours difference on instagram and you know talk to us and we'll talk to you in our podcast yeah. um we would love to uh hear what you guys have to say and um give us ideas we would love to discuss something that you think we should discuss um so send it our way 
Yeah. We're always uh, willing to get more intense about our discussions, too. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. And Meg, it's always a pleasure. You too. Have a good night, everybody. Bye.